Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jay from Jay Talk. And thanks, folks. Of course, we have our wonderful co-host, Nick from the Nick Drop. Boom, Boom baby. There you go. You got to do your own <laughs> intro. That was you a good job. Good. That was a good job. I like that, man. I, pu- I pulled out the deep voice, the Eddie Murphy. Ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Exactly. Got to be silly. So, <clears throat> how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. Good. Doing good. It's good. good. Good, good. Fixing, put the truck in the shop, get it all fixed up. It's just got some cosmetic damage to it. Okay. Not an accident, but, you know. I know what you Little things here and there, because it's the truck's, you know, what's 10, 11 years old. Right. Going yeah. to make it hard to date. What? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I won't have a vehicle? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to get me a sugar mama. There you go. <laughs> and folks, the reason I bring that up is because today's episode, Dating 2022, Part 2. Damn it. Uh, whatever. That's how we're going to start that off. No, hell no. I know. This ghosting stuff and this, oh, it, it's going to... You people are in for a treat because this shit winds me up more than anything. <laughs> I just don't understand it. It just doesn't make any sense. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. We'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. So, I, yeah, I made sure I had a full one of these bad boys because this shit really gets under my skin. <laughs> oh, you're hilarious, man. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. I mean, I understand your point, though. It is. It's very. Challenging, I guess is the nice way of putting it. <laughs> so yeah, see, I'm not gonna put it that it it's fucked up. <laughs> it's so ridiculously, you know. And and I'm gonna kind of kick this thing off because I actually downloaded on Audible a book called How to Be a Three Percent Man. And the guy's name is Corey Waynes, and we're actually gonna Jay and I are both gonna read the book, and then we're gonna do a podcast on it. But the things that this guy talks about and the things that he does, it's like, okay, I need to incorporate that into my, I don't know what you would say, my online dating, my chatting, whatever, however you do it. You know, there's a certain way to do it that you're supposed to be able to make somebody want you and want to text you and want to call you and want to spend time with you. It's not necessarily a man getting a woman to come to him. He premises it that way because that's his storyline, but it goes both ways. Yes, it does. You know, it can actually go both ways if the man or the woman. But one of the things that's really important about that is he he makes a woman feel like she's wanted, she's needed, and she wants she's begging for your attention, basically. Okay. Now, I don't agree with a lot of his stuff, but it it needs to make sense because I've got example after example after example. I'm going to fire off one right now. Okay. I don't know how long ago it was, but it's it's been several months that this lady hit me up on Facebook dating. She sent me a like, okay? Let me clarify that. She sent me a like. Right. So I read her profile. I didn't just send a like back. I read her profile I spent some time thinking about something to respond, not just, hi, how are you? How's the day? You know, right. not something boring and, you know, 
come up with something that was appropriate to her profile, and I sent it to her. Okay. She responded. We texted a little bit here and there, and I'm I'm very question-oriented. If I'm going to text or send you a message on these dating sites, I'm going to say something, and then I'm going to follow it up with a question so that you'll have a reason to respond. Right. Okay. So now let me re- let me premise this back again. This lady reached out to me. <laughs> I know. profile liked me. Okay. Right. So we text back and forth, and I asked her a question. After like the first question, she started one word answers. <laughs> like for example, you said in your profile you like all kind of music. What's your favorite? Her response was all music. That's it? How about all music, what's your fate? You know, come back with a question. Make an effort. Right. So I went, well, yeah, I'm I'm kind of into, and I don't remember what I said, alternative rock, or, you know, I like to listen to a little country, a little alternative rock. Alternative rock's my favorite. Would that be something that you would be interested in is alternative rock? Her response, yes. Okay, well, now I'm starting to feel like I'm chasing her after she reached out to me. So I asked her another question that had something else to do with her profile. Nothing. She fucking ghosted me. That was it. And I'm like, I really wanted to just text her back and go, you know, if you're going to reach out to somebody, you need to make a fucking effort. I mean, it just gets under my skin. You reached out to me. I know. You know? So let it go. Like I said, it's several months later. She did it again. She, I guess I came across her, whatever it's called, her profile. profile. Yeah. You know. Babe. She she hit me with another like. And I didn't even, the only response, I waited like four hours because I get the messages on my phone and my phone's always right there. I didn't immediately respond. I waited like four hours. And all I did was respond with my Facebook profile. Because, you know, you can't see that. You can only see the profile that's on the Facebook dating app. Right. Okay. So literally like 30 minutes later, she goes, I think we've chatted before. And my response was, yes, we have. Obviously, the universe wants us to get a chance to meet what's your schedule look like for the next week? And her response was pretty open. (laughs) I said, okay. So, and this is like Monday. Okay. It was a Monday. So I waited a few hours not to sound too eager and overzealous. And I came back and I said, you know what? Thursday night, how about dinner and drinks Thursday night? Sounds like a good night for us to meet. Quickly responded within like 30 minutes. Oh, I have a dentist appointment Thursday afternoon. I'm probably not going to be in the mood or up for a date. And I said, okay. And I waited a couple hours. How about Saturday brunch, three o'clock? Her response was, I have my sister's birthday party. Mother of God. <laughs> that is not pretty open. 
I mean, Jay, seriously, does that sound like, you, gotta, no, you know, that, no, she's got plans and she already has pre, it's like, you should know what your plans are when you make these. Yeah. I asked you, what's your schedule like? You should have came back and says, well, Thursday night's out and Saturday's out because I've got these plans, but Friday and Sunday, you know, nothing, no effort whatsoever. And I actually talked to Jay about this a couple, you know, whenever it happened a while back. And Jay said, you know the rules, three strikes. He says, and that's two. And now that I'm thinking about it, no, that's three. Because we did it. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Forever. That was one. Yeah. And then I just got two strikes. I'm done with you. Yeah, you're out. Why do we as men have to chase? It fucking, it pisses me off to no end. It is not fair by any stretch of the imagination. Right. No. You know, I, I saw a TikTok that said, don't ask somebody what their love language was. And I'm like, why? Why would you not want to ask somebody? Why would you not want to know that about the person you're working on a relationship with? Right. I want to know. Because if your love language are opposite my love language, that's a red flag for both of us. Right. You know? If I like physical touch and you don't, what's that going to do to our relationship? Yeah. You know, if yours is active service and I'm not a good cleaner, they're going to do to our relationship, you know? Yes. So I, I, I blew that one. I blew through that one. Like you're going to, I'm going to ask you what your love language is. And if you don't know what it is at some point, if we go past the first date and we're texting, I'm going to send you the link to take the test. <laughs> but that's just one, you know, and this guy talking about the 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 3% men. 3% men know what women think, how they respond, their body language, they know how to, you know, they know how to figure out what you're feeling. If you like them, if you don't, you know, and make you obsessed with them or not. I mean, it's one way or the other, right? Right. Well, what does that mean? I mean, obviously you're going to get some shot down, you know, right. when they say nine out of 10, you're going to get shot down. But when you're in the twenties and thirties and forties and you're constantly getting, I got to chase you. I got to ask you questions and you're giving me one word answers. This shit's frustrating. No. Yeah, I know. I know. You know? Well, I mean, that goes back to, you know, we, we've been watching a lot of TikTok lately and, and a, a big thing on TikTok lately has been the, um, you know, 80% of the women a single woman. Let's clarify. 80% of the single women are only dating 10% of the men. You know? The fuck? Is, yeah. I'm sorry to be throwing out the F-bomb on this one because this shit winds me up. But, I mean, God. but, yeah, they're looking for the guys. I mean, we talked about it before, the 666 guys or, you know, whatever. They're looking for the guys, you know, that are going to treat them like crap or just dating five different women, you know, they're not really there for the relationship. They're not there to move forward. And no they offense. They can't have. Yeah. And so the girls are like, well, I think I can fix him. Girl, no, it ain't happening. Okay. You know what? So, and that's the funny thing. And so I've been, you know, I haven't been dating. I'll be honest with you. My last date has probably been since before the last dating 
pod, uh, podcast, which is really that funny. Was a year ago. No, 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 no. We did a dating 2022. Oh, okay. Well, here it is, September. I so. know. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a half a year ago at least. No, yeah, last March was the last time I I went on a date. Yeah, I went on three dates, and I really I really liked her, but. Our love languages were totally opposite. Yes. Yeah, you know, and that's the sad part. Right. It's really sad, you know, because she couldn't take a compliment. If I said, wow, you really look beautiful tonight, she would just Cringe. cut it down. No, I don't. And, you know, she would, no, I wouldn't. No, I don't. No, my hair's not. Or, you know, I don't like that, you know, and constantly cut herself down. And I had a problem with that. I really did. Yeah. You yeah. know? I know. She's beautiful. I mean, gorgeous. She has gorgeous red hair. She's got beautiful skin. She's got beautiful see-through blue eyes. You know, right. the rest of her, you know, she was in great shape. She's a beautiful woman. But see, and, she has some emotional baggage that she needs to deal with. Yeah, probably. You know. Um, I don't know what that is, but yeah. But I mean, she's somebody obviously told her she wasn't good enough. Sort of like, remember you had that one friend? Who walked in and told his girlfriend, you know, you're an ugly whatever, and yeah, yeah you know. You're stupid. Yeah, yeah. that's what he said. Yeah, yeah, you're stupid. That's right. And you said she was beautiful and smart as hell. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that but there's men that are like that, that tear down hey. women and make them feel self-conscious. So funny, I got a phone call from a buddy that I hung around all those people up, up in Bandera. Right. He flat out said, I have... He said, Nick, I haven't heard from you in a while. My wife's been asking about how you're doing and all that. He said, I haven't talked to him. He said, I thought I'd reach out, blah, blah, blah. We kind of BS for a minute. And he said, I hung it up. He said, I'm unfriended all of them on Facebook. I just, I can't handle that disrespect and that condescension from people that actually have to put you down to make them feel good. Oh, yeah. So, right. That that's a narcissist trait. I don't know if they're like you know narcissistic people or not, but why would you want to do that? All I ever want to do is build somebody up. Even I I work with people that I don't necessarily like on a personal level, right? But I'm still gonna build them up. I'm still gonna motivate them. I'm still gonna let them know that I got their back no matter what when it comes to work, right? You know, right? And that's just what you do. I guess that's the empath in me that, you know, I'd, I'd much rather be nice than me. I don't even know how to be. That's me. just, that's just, that, that's just having a heart. That has nothing to do with being an empath. That just has a heart. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I yeah. mean, my ex-wife probably thinks that I'm mean, but when you get to that situation where it's just a brawl, then of course you back somebody into a corner, they're going to fight to get out. Exactly. And, you know, I got more common sense than book sense. So, yeah, I might have a game if you're going to back me into a corner. <laughs> you know, I'm going to come at you. Well, but, I mean, if you think about it, look at any animal in the wild. You know, a snake, you back it into a corner, it's going to strike. You know, yep. you put a, a badger in a corner, and he will tear you from limb to limb. Yep. I mean, and that's, that's just the whole thing. We can't do that to each other because you're asking for it at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, you know. Exactly. You're going to bring out the worst in someone when you do something like that. Yep. 
And unfortunately, people like bringing out the worst in other people. That's that childhood trauma that they grew yeah. up in, narcissistic house where the guy's cheating and beating the wife and alcoholism and all that. I mean. I know. You know? Yeah. And see, that's the challenges for the dating scene, though, is when they've had that childhood trauma, you know. And, and it's funny because, you know, I was talking about this, and I forgot who it was, but I was talking about this, how women these days, they learned how to treat their men from their mother. Right. Okay. And they learned how men were supposed to treat women from their fathers. Yes. Or from a stepfather. Yes. Because that is a big deal right now. So we have essentially this generation has grown up in a broken environment because there's no such thing. I mean, there, there's very few long-term marriages anymore. So every every home is almost broken. See, that's that you now that you said that, I've been thinking about that for a week. I want to change my profile and the first sentence out of the gate says, if you're not willing to work on communications in a relationship, swipe left. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> you know, I don't want to be a fuckboy. I don't want to date multiple women. Right. That's too exhausting for me. You know, I, I want a female friend that's, you know, that's my friend. I want her to be my friend with benefits, but I want it to be exclusive. Right. Okay. Does so that sense? No, 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 no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a comment because it was very interesting. I was listening to, it was a TikTok, but I think it was a pastor of a church or something like that. And he talked about, how women present themselves as a girlfriend, okay? okay? And as long as you act and present yourself as a girlfriend, you will always be just a girlfriend. Right. If you want to be a wife, then you need to act like you're going to be the wife. You know, a guy... It, me and you, okay, whether we get married or not, we are looking for that type of woman. Yes. Even if you don't get married, you are looking for a wife type woman. You're not looking for a girlfriend. When you go on that first date, you're there to determine whether she's good enough to be a wife. If she's not, you might as well just move on. Yes. You know, and I think that's the big problem is everybody's just trying to be a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And, and that's not the way it works, people. If you want to have a serious relationship, you need to act like a wife or a husband. Yes. Put some effort into the relationship. Some of the best TikToks I've ever seen are couples that teach you how to have a good relationship when you're couples. Right. And that's that's you know, and they've got hundreds hundreds of thousands of followers, this one particular couple. And they they always come on and they they do three or four a day and they talk about how they live their lives. They sit down 
every single day and communicate how they feel in the morning. This is first thing in the morning. Right. How they feel, what their plans are. You know, if one of them's in a bad mood, one of them's in a good mood, they know at that point, <clears throat> excuse me. Now they've been married for 12, 15 years. So right, right. they've been doing it for so long that if she's in a bad mood, he knows it. Right. And he knows how to act accordingly. Right. Because they communicated, look, you know, I know you're, you, I love you because you're very affectionate, lovable, and you're nonstop touching me all day long and giving me a little slap on the ass when we're cooking dinner, whatever, all the fun things. But today, I'm just not in the mood for it. Right. And he knows how to act accordingly because she tells him, right, back off, Junior. But the one thing about, I've probably got 10 or 15 couples in my TikTok following. Yeah. And every single one of them says, this is, this, I'm still kind of struggling with this, but I can see where it makes sense. Every single one of them says, never turn down sex. Never. Oh, yeah. I've heard that too. If he's not in the mood or she's not in the mood, but he is or she is, whatever. Still. They don't still, care. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's not, you know, the, the, you know, sun and the moon, the world, you know. Right. Right. The best sex you ever had, it's still but see, one person frustrated and needs that relax or release or whatever you want to call it. Yes. The other one's going to do whatever that person needs regardless. And I'm like, there's got to be a time when you go, I just don't feel like it, you know? Right. But then again, these couples, they're they're happily married. You know, he could let her go on a girl's weekend and not have to worry about, is she going to be banging some dude, right. you know, because she's on vacation or vice versa. Well, but, but he see, here's go, the whole thing. You, you made the point when she needs it, she knows he'll give it to her, whether he's in the mood or not. That's their agreement. They've set their boundaries and their expectation. Yes. So see, and getting to that point in this dating stuff, it's just fucking preposterous. I mean, it, <laughs> no. I get you're going to get some, you know, I would love, honestly, I would absolutely love to be just pure rejected. Like, I'm just not feeling it. You're just not tall enough. You're, you don't have enough hair on your head. You know, give me something for closure. Right. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Reaching out to me and then stop. What? I know. Did you, <clears throat> okay, so you met somebody that's got six six six. Go get them. Come back. Hey, how's it going? Let's go on a date. Yeah. Get another six six six. Go have it. Come back. Reach out. You know, usually it's meet, talk, or not meet, but chat, chit chat, and then nothing. Right. You know, I had this late this other lady that I thought was really cute. I actually reached out to her. She immediately responded. So I said something creative and funny about her profile and asked her a question. She immediately responded. And then it was like late at night or whatever, like nine, nine o'clock. And I said, Well, hey, it's really good talking to you. I'd like to continue this. And she said, So would I. And I said, night. And she said, night. Like we were actually texting each other. Right. So the next day, I don't know. I didn't hit 
the good morning first thing in the morning. And it was like a Friday, Thursday or Friday. It was like 11 o'clock or something. I'm like, hey, I hope you're having a great day. I have a question, you know, and I asked her some silly question and, and made it kind of silly and threw an L, you know, I didn't throw an LOL in there because you're not supposed to do that anyway. And nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Five days later, I mistakenly texted her when I was trying to text another lady saying, well, I guess you're not responding, I guess another time. Right. And I mistakenly texted her. Right. And then she went, oh, it was a busy weekend. I was spending time with my family and the kids, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, well, that's awesome. Family's number one importance, you know. Right. That's the most important thing. Family comes first, and that's great. I hope you, you know, hope you have a good day, you know, whatever. Right. It's, it, it, why are you making it that hard? Why are they, why is it that hard? If you want to be chased, start your profile off with, look, if I send you a like, I want you to chase me. Didn't you have somebody that said that? Yes. Some, you had a date that actually told you, I want you to chase me. No, no, no. She said she wanted me to play hard to get. She oh. wanted to chase. Oh, well, she enjoyed see, yeah. the game. Here we go again. You pick the women I want. <laughs> Or the women that pick you are the ones I want, and vice versa. I know exactly. Because I would have, I would have jumped all over that. I know, I know, I know. Because I know how to play hard to get to the point where they're so frustrated, and then you give in just enough to give. You know, I've been on that trauma bond with a narcissist. Uh, okay. So I know how they do it. Right. So I do got something to share with you because it remembered something. Don't ask me what made me think of this. The girl you're talking about, the one that wanted to play the games and wanted yeah. to chase me. Um, two years after we stopped talking, she actually called me. And she's like, hey, do you want to go get coffee? And I'm like, sure. I said, but just so you know, there's no chance between us. <laughs> she's like said, no 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 no. let me finish go. <laughs> yeah. and then she would have said let let's meet up for coffee tomorrow and i go i can't do it oh no 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 that's no. the kind of hard to get i would have played i i it was it was no it was really interesting because this is her response she's literally like well technically i'm i'm dating someone right now she said i really needed someone to talk to he's getting ready to move in in a week Red flag. I'm like, okay, why in the hell are you calling me after two years wanting to talk? What? Okay, so here's something else funny. One of our best friends you work with. Oh, wow. Yeah, Miss Belinda. Oh, funny. Yeah, I know. She's awesome. Yes. Anyway, <clears throat> so, but, you know, that's the crazy why? Okay, so, and here goes the funny thing. I, I, I want to bring this up, and, and then I'm going to turn it back over to you. But, you know, we're, we've been talking about this, this the 3%, you know, 3% uh, man, you know, right. and, and this, you know, we're going to review the book, folks. So I'm going to listen, I'm going to listen to it or read it, and we'll, 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 we'll bring you our kind of assessment of it. But the really hard part of that is, for me, is if you're playing this hard-to-get situation, you know, not talking to them for a couple of days and things like that. 
does that really portray that, you know, it's sort of like when I go back to being a girlfriend or a wife. You know, that's not the way your spouse would treat you. Well, you're not there yet. No, you're not there yet. But that's what he's saying is you're not, you have to make them want you by not. Go ahead. Go finish yours because he talk he talks about I know how yeah yeah Go yeah ahead. no and I and I understand your point in the beginning but see I choose in the beginning not to play the game I'm going to be me I'm going to be the same person from the time you meet me until five years from now that's just right. who I am and you know it was funny because I actually I sent you a TikTok about this person who says look. If you meet someone and they don't meet your needs, it's not because you're needy. They just didn't meet your damn needs. Move yes. on. So yep. anyway, go ahead and talk about finish. I'm turning it back to you. I got, I, got, I, I said a lot. I'm just, it's really. But no, I mean, <clears throat> I get the point. A man needs to be a little mysterious, you know, and it's one of those things that I've heard so many times. It's like, if you, Walk into a grocery store or bar or restaurant, whatever, right. and there's a lady there, and you say something, but you have to say, wow, you're, I really like those earrings. You know, if you compliment her, then you have to put her down. And then if you put her down, and I'll, I'll, I'll go through the scenario. Right. If you put her down, then all night long, and if you're in a, let's, let's just do a bar scenario. Right. Walk in the bar, you walk up to the bar, and there's lay stand next to you, and you you say something to her, but then you put her down in a polite kind of way, and then you walk off. All she's going to care about for the rest of the night is getting your attention. Right. And here's one of the ones, I've heard it on TikTok, I've heard it on Instagram, and I've heard, read it in books about how you got the ways of doing that. And here's a perfect example, and I, I saw this on uh, criminal minds. Okay. Walks up to a girl and he does it on purpose. He goes, walks up to a girl and he goes, wow, those are really beautiful earrings. And she's like, well, oh, thank you. He goes, my grandmother likes fake earrings too. And turns around and walks off. <laughs> and so for the rest of the night, this woman, she's constantly like just looking for this guy all night long. Yeah. To tell him these ain't fake. No, not to tell him this ain't fake. She wants his attention. I know. She wants him to go, <sighs> and then as soon as he does it, she's off to the next guy. Right. Well, so that's what the book does. Teaches you how to just stay right between, and my grandmother loves fake earrings. Right. So where do you? How do you? How do you juggle that without being rude? You know, I know, I know. Well, it's sort of like what was it? I watched that, you know, on uh, I think it was Facebook. They have some of those movie clips. The one where Will Smith walks into a, you know, he's at a bar and he walks over to a lady and he hands her some money. He said, Hey, but honey, you know, we want two beers and a yada yada over at this table. And he walks off and he just leaves. And well, she what, chases his ass. She That's chases. Hitch. Yes. Okay. It was Hitch. Hitch. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. but see, there you go. That's that. That's the example of playing, in my opinion. That's the game. And, and she was surrounded by like smoking hot dudes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so and Will Smith walked right in the middle of all of them and took her away from all of them. Exactly. 
just by doing what he did. Now, I don't know if I'm creative enough to pull that kind of shit off. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very, I mean, you can watch. Now, I could recreate that by hanging out in bars and seeing a girl talking to four or five guys and walk up and go, hey, you know. Right. I could recreate something like that, but creatively, I don't know if I could come up with something that wouldn't come off as brass or disrespectful or rude. I've thought about it a million different scenarios. I don't get it. Right. Well, see, I guess my problem with that situation is just as soon as she's got your attention, she doesn't want it anymore. And, you know, I don't want a woman like that. That's that's 99% of the women out there on the planet. Yeah, I guess that's why I'm going to be single for a while. Uh, You and me both. And see, here's the deal. If (laughs) I go on a date and we start talking and we have similar likes and there's not any red flags, you know, I'm not talking about Miss Prince Charming or Mr. Prince Char, you know, whatever. Right. Princess, you know, like perfect, undeniably, that's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Is it going to happen? Maybe. But does it happen? 99% of the time it doesn't. So, but you're going through it and you're like, you know, you are somebody that I'd like, you know, I'd like to go on a second date with you or in a third, you know, whatever. Right. Then you start at that point for me, I'm really want to be done with the other dating stuff with the other, you know, whoever. Right. Yeah. Now I've gone on dates where the food didn't come fast enough. Check didn't come fast enough. Couldn't get out of there fast enough. And that happens. And I get it. You know, they're just, we're just, you're just not compatible with everybody. But when you find that one that hits it off, then she knows it. You know it. Yeah. So I'm not saying, all right, let's just run out and get married on the first date before we've done anything. But I'm saying it's time to start thinking about our communication level. Yes. Maybe not on the first date, but on the third date. This guy talks about in this book, the average couples that go out on dates have sex in the second or third date these days. That's the average. So for you, it's the first date. I mean, you you know, you're. No, no, no. I'm starting to, I'm starting to put it off. I've, I've turned it down. It used to be that way. Yeah, I know. I literally have. Believe it or not, in the last, I don't know how many months, I've actually turned down sex on the first date. Where they've actually said. Well, and here's the crazy thing. Even the last two people I've dated, I could have had sex on the first date. But I actually held off. Yeah. See, and I've done the same thing. Right. I'm not looking for a hookup. Right. If I can pick up the phone, I mean, this is kind of rude and, and chauvinistic to say, but I'm pretty sure I can pick up the phone and make a phone call and yeah, take care of that, no problem. Right. That's not what I want. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You know. And what's up with that girl? Was she too clingy? She, you know, right. well, you know, let me give you an example. This was years ago. The first, she called me up, had computer problems. I said, come on over. She came over, we get to talking, we get to kind of flirting and cutting up. And I said, uh, well, why don't we go out to dinner this weekend? And she says, I'm dating somebody. And I said, oh, okay. And I backed off immediately. Right. Because I don't want to play that game. You know, I don't, I don't want, I don't, I don't like being the guy on the other end of that coin. So I'm not going to be the guy on that end. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So 
she said, but if you're really interested in that date, I said, I am, but I don't want to, I don't want to get in the middle of that. That's not fair. And I wouldn't want that to happen to me. And she goes, I understand. She picked up the phone. She called her guy and she says, look, I'm breaking up with you. I don't want to see you ever again. She got the phone and I'm like, okay. What the hell? Yeah. So, of course, you know, I fixed her computer. She went on two or three days later. We went on a date. And I, honestly, I think she spent the weekend kind of thing. But now, let me preface this with I've known this woman for 20 years. We worked together for about 10 years. So I've known her forever. Right. And, Jay, you know her. Right. But anyway. Yeah. So after the weekend, she goes back home. I go back to work Monday. Tuesday, I didn't even think we made it. I think she showed up in my house Monday night. But by the end of the week, she's at work texting me wedding rings. Oh. Okay. So, that being said, <laughs> the wedding rings within two weeks and the ghosting, just looking for something. And there's a medium in there. I know. And it, it's wide open. I know. I'm not asking you to go out of your way and give me all your money and just lay down and spread your leg. I'm asking you to communicate. I know. If you're interested. If you're not interested, I want you to communicate. I'm sorry, just not interested. Right. You know? You look good, but I think your personality sucks. Okay. You can't make everybody happy. You just can't. No, you're not going to. We all have different personalities. It's going to happen. So... It's a man to drink. That's all I got to say. Whatever. <laughs> or, or a woman too. I mean, you know. I know. There you go. Exactly. So I, I've been, you know, it's really funny because, you know, everybody tells me I'm extremely picky when it comes to women. And um, Nick will tell you, he, he's told me too. <laughs> so. And you know, that it's not a negative. It's not a, a con. I'm not cutting him down for that. No, I know. <clears throat> Because I am not, I'm picky to a certain degree, but I'm the kind of guy that'll go out on a date and I'll see a couple small red flags and I'll overlook them. Right. And the sad part about it is six, eight, ten months down the road or even longer, those red flags become major. Right. Right. Whatever they are. Right. And I mean, this is this is not just one. This is multiple. Right. No, of course, cheating is the number one no-no. You know, I I am not even gonna. If somebody even starts flirting with another person and we're and we're in an exclusive relationship, I'm done. Right. If I see text messages that have anything to do after hours, they don't work together. Whatever, just some random dude that neither one of us know. I'm done. Because I I've done that so many times. Right. Right. And I think that was the reason that I, I read a 3% man. I think I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum. I'm so open and giving, you know exactly who I am, what I'm about, what I like, what I don't like. And I guess that's a turnoff to women, and they need that that mystery. They need a little bit of, you know, chase me kind of, you know, I need to give them a reason to chase me a little bit. And I, I just don't understand that part. Okay, so I'm going to disagree with you on this one. Okay? Good. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I disagree. I agree with what you're saying. 
but I disagree with the girl's assessment. Okay, and the reason is there's no way they can know who you are in five days. Right. I'm sorry. But there are still things, there, there are still times to this day. Me and Nick have known each other 20 years. And I've said things in the last year that actually surprised him. Yes. Okay? I mean, we are great friends, folks. And yet, we still, yes, we're not dating. Of course, we don't have that kind of relationship. But we're... It's a friendship that's the same principle. It is the same principle. That was going to be my next comment. Yes. Yeah, it, yeah. It's... You know, and and if you think about it, as guys, we tell each other things that sometimes you don't necessarily aren't comfortable telling your spouse or your significant other, right? Because you're trying to look for either one validation or you're looking for your friend to say, "Dude, you screwed up. You need to right. go fix this shit." You know, yeah. and so it, sometimes you need that advice, and so that's the beauty of having great friends is when they're honest with you. But yes. you know. There's no way women can know who you are in three weeks, I, three months. There's Even no way. Still, we're talking a year and a half. Yeah, but before. I mean, the mystery's still there. They're going to find new things if they would just put forth the effort. Yes. Yes. You know? And I, I don't get it. You know, I've even dated women, you know, for over a year and— I've heard them say, well, you're, you know, you're going to get bored with me in the bedroom or you're going to get, I'm like, I was married for 20 years and I could not, when we were married, I couldn't keep my hands off that woman. Right. I was begging her for her attention 20 years later. I never changed. Right. You know, and that's part of working on a relationship. You know, I guess I'm doing to whoever I'm dating or married to or whatever, what I want done. Yes. Which is common, very common. Yes. I want to be wanted. Yes. I don't want to have to chase you around the block. When I ask you a question and we're trying to get to know each other, I want you to respond with your answer and then ask me a question. Right. You know, or just respond with your answer and then wait an hour or so or whatever the next day and ask a question. Nobody's asking questions. Right. It's sort of like, just assume. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I was going to say, um, the, this or that game. We talked about that. Yeah. It's a, it's a great game. And, you know, I actually played it one time. Uh, actually I played it twice with two different women. And one of them, you know, that I played it with, we, we created a really good, deep connection because we did a this or that no exclamation uh, no explanation at all on on the answers you know right. and i think we probably went through 40 questions in the process of 20 minutes i mean it was just funny as hell you know this back and forth kind of banter about different stuff and then you're left guessing well why did he answer that well why is that you know and so, so that sparked a ton of questions exactly. when you brought on a date. So you got a great conversation. Exactly. Exactly. But see, she did that, you know? Right. And, you know, I know who you're talking about. And that was, you. Were, there was more than just one or two dates underneath you guys' belt, too. Well, actually, so, we played the this or that before the first date. 
which was really hilarious. Yeah, but you guys were like texting each other every day, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think we talked 19 hours on the phone before our first date. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's my point. The, these these things that are going on, I'm doing something wrong to get these women to respond. I constantly feel like I'm interested in her and I've got to, I have to battle the the galaxy just to get her to answer one question. Right. You know, I, I feel like I'm just, I'm running a marathon and she's sitting there and she's not handing me any water. You yeah, know exactly That's what it feels like, and it, it gets very frustrating very fast. Right. So you know, so, and, and it's funny. I, I was watching. You're making that comment about that. She's not handing you any water, but it spurred the thought of the one TikTok I sent you about how much it costs to date. Oh my God. <laughs> I remember, I'll watch that like more than once. <clears throat> so, okay, folks, uh, just to give you an idea, it, it was more talking about equality, okay? And, you know, half the things that me and Nick talk about, it's equality, okay? Equal effort, you know? Yes. Equality here. Both people should be putting forth an effort. And, and that's, you know, both people should be doing things, you know? If you're expecting equality in a relationship and you're expecting a certain level of whatever from a guy, you know, maybe you should start paying for the dates or paying for your half, you know? Yeah. And, it, and it's really interesting because I, we, I saw this TikTok where this lady actually did the calculation. And if you went out twice a week, you know, for an entire year, it would cost you a little under $15,000 a year to take a woman out. Now, here's the funny yeah. thing, okay? In a relationship, and this is, I'm going to add to that, in a relationship, if you're talking about equality, if you go out to dinner as a couple and the guy is always paying, well, then technically, shouldn't he make $15,000 more a year just to compensate for having to constantly take you out to dinner? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but, I mean, that's not always the case anymore now. Women, no. got, women got it going on. I mean, they got a good job and good money. And I think once you get past, to that, past that point, I think we just have an enormous amount of serial daters. No, I agree. You know, yeah. I think every everybody, male and female, males are out looking for a hookup. Females are out looking for a meal. Well, okay. So, and I'm going to, and maybe this is just my observation, but based on what I'm seeing, I'll say it's about, and, and they're right, it's about 10 to 15% of the men are out there just looking to date. They have no desire to be, okay? But if you actually go out and watch some of the videos, a lot of the trends right now, you know, women are asking, okay, where are the good men at? You know what? The good men have had enough. They're tired of the yep. shit. They're tired of the crap. You know what? They're at home. They're taking care of their kids. You know, they're playing video games with no stress, no drama, you know? And, and I find that, you know, funny 
Because, you know, we don't like games when it comes to our emotion. And that's right. what women don't understand. Men love video games. We love sports. We don't like games when it comes to emotion. And, right. And I think that's a key point. It's hard for men to be able to f- focus on the emotional part because we're so technical, so literal, so, you know. Well, and we're taught ex- not to. Yeah. Yeah, as we a kid, don't cry. Yeah, exactly. Fuck up. Yeah. Get over it. Exactly. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, I just, it, it, I, it's hard to understand that. I mean, I wrote, I, I read the book, and I actually read it twice, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. I read it. So it helps you understand the emotional aspects of a woman and the, and the literal aspect of a man. And I understand the literal. It's a very hard struggle. I think I got some of it. I've I've learned a lot lately how to read body language and pitch tone the way people are talking and right. that kind of stuff. So I can I even before I started learning all this stuff, I could feel it. I just didn't know how to channel that feeling because of being empathic like that, you right. know. But so I got a question for you because I made this comment about it this weekend and and you kind of validated for me, though, you know, you talked about tone. And when you're dating someone, you know, people have a tendency to change their tones based on the conversation or whatever. Right. But, you know, I, I've complained numerous times that it just seems like my natural tone, my normal tone, comes across as, you know, girls talk about their, you know, um, their, uh, what is it, RBFs? The rest, Our, resting B face. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> resting bitch face. I, I'll say yeah, yeah. But the the point is, I have a tone that is just a certain way, no matter how I'm talking. And, and you've said you said it this weekend. You said it's very authoritative. Yes. No matter how I'm talking, and I'm not intentionally doing it, it just comes across that way right and so that's not a bad thing well i know but but it can come across yeah yeah but it that's not a bad thing it really isn't because i come off in the podcast here i'm wound up and you know i'm excited i'm passionate about what we're talking about but i normally come off a little bit soft-spoken maybe a little introverted now because i partied my life away from the time I was in my teens all the way up through the 20s and early 30s, right. skiing around the world, right? Right. I, I partied, and I was always out in a club or a bar or hanging out with friends or barbecue. There was always something going on every night somewhere, whether we were overseas or here in the United States. It didn't matter. Right. I'm not so much that guy anymore. Now, I will go out to a pub or a bar and have a beer every now and then, depending on who I'm hanging with or what's going on, you know, but right. I don't plan it. And I'm more introverted now. I'm a little bit more laid back. I'm a little bit more in yeah, you know. And, and I will I will disagree with the with you to a point. I I will say you are introverted, but more of an intro extrovert. Okay. Okay. I, I get that. Yeah. Because, because when we go out bowling stuff like that, I'm excited. I'm I try to be life of the party. I'm cutting up. I wanna, you know, I want everybody to have a good time. Right. 
that's that empathic part of me that wants to everybody to have a good time, whether I'm having one or not. My good time is making sure you have a good time. Right. You exactly. Know? Well, but also that's part of that, you know, you're in that tight knit group, that introverted group. And when you're in that tight knit group, you're comfortable. You know yeah. that you can do things without judgment. Right. And that makes you comfortable so you can be more what I call extroverted. You yes. know. And it, it's sort of like me, you know, I'm I'm for the most part, I think I'm somewhat a quiet person. Okay. Yes. Um but when I'm out with you guys, I'm usually the loudest person there. If we go to a restaurant, I'm the loudest person there. That's that authoritative thing that I'm talking about. <laughs> Whatever. You, know, you don't plan to say, hey, let's go meet up at the pub down the street or let's go, you know, let's always go out to dinner. We go out to dinner, but we never go out to dinner at 7, 8, 9 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? Yes. And we're not pounding drinks and we're not getting silly and rowdy and things like that. We go have a nice meal somewhat early. We go bowling, go catch a movie, something like that, laid back, you know, well, we get silly, but not yeah. obnoxiously silly. Right. You yeah. Know? And I think that's the biggest thing is, is we still have a lot of fun. We still make jokes. We still are, you know, doing all these crazy things, sort of like when we, what we were doing with Thor at the Floyd's restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. We were having fun. We were outgoing, you know, extroverted, you know, just having a good time. And that's what I mean, you know. So, you know, folks, don't don't let him lie to you. He's he can be the life of the party, but he well, likes he likes. Hey, I was more so. Yes, but I'm not he, so much now. You know, I'm not. You know, right? But see, I think the thing is now is you like your quiet time, what you call yes. that recoup. You know, kind of, you know, and so that's that's the big thing. It's really interesting. So really enjoying me time. Right. Right. You know, but see, it's, no matter what it is. Well, and see, okay, so I saw an interesting TikTok on this, and that's why I said you're an intro extrovert. An introvert, when he goes to a party, think of it as, you know, he has five points, okay? And somebody comes up and talks to him, well, it takes away one point. And then somebody else wants him to get up and do something, that's another point. Every time he interacts with someone, it takes a point away. And after a while, he has zero points, and he has zero desire to do anything else in the crowd. Okay? Time to leave. Huh? Time to, time leave. to leave. Exactly. Okay. That's, that's how I am in a, in a strange crowd, okay? This is you when it's our tight-knit group. An extrovert, every time they do something, it adds a point. So like, oh, I threw a strike. Everybody's giving me a high five. One point, you know, oh, there was a beer. Somebody made a joke. Two points, you know. And so every time you do something within your small group, you add a point. And so your mental and your, you know, kind of emotional starts to get lighter and happier and you have more fun. And it, and it just, you know, so that's, that's the difference. That's how yeah, they explain it, a, an introvert and an extrovert. Introvert. Every time he has to interact, he takes away points. Extrovert. Every time he interacts, you add points. And he just... see, and that's funny because I've I've done both. Yes. And 
it, it just reminds me that if back in my skiing days, you know, like we're going to do this podcast and when it's over, when I'm back in my twenties and early thirties, right. As soon as this was over, I'm meeting friends at a bar. Right. I mean, it's, and it's, you know, it could be a Tuesday night for all we know, you know? Right. And, but the one thing that I do is I would go to the bar. I always drove myself or I always went with somebody that I knew if I looked at him and said, all right, I'm ready to go. They would be ready to go too. Right. And I, ne- you know, one of the things that's the hardest thing when everybody's partying and having a good time right at the peak of everything, that's when I turn and walk out the door. I never say goodbye to anybody because they're going to go, where are you going, man? The party's just starting. You know, they're going to want me to stay. Right. But you're at this point. You're at zero. You're I hit my zero. I'm out. Yes. And I, just, I walk out the door. We were having a huge toga party in Ohio. Right. And out in this field, we had a huge bonfire going on. And I was out there, you know, and I was having a great time. And right. then at just some point, it just kind of hit me like, you know, I had a couple beers. I don't want any more. I'm done. And I started hitting the gate. And then turds hogtied me, put me in the back of a pickup truck, backed me up close enough to the fire because it's a little chilly outside, took a beer and poured in a cup with a straw because I'm laying hogtied in the back of the truck right? and made sure I had a straw that I could reach so that I could sip on beer while everybody was having a good time. They left me hogtied like that for 15 minutes and they'd come up and check my beer, make sure I didn't spill the cup or anything. Right. And then they'd walk away. And then after about 15 minutes, they came up to me and they said, okay, are you going to walk out if we let you go? And I said, no. So they untied me and I sat on that tailgate for the two hours. Right. But that was me. I'm ready to go. I'm hitting the door. Okay. So I brought this up for a reason. Uh, and I were get, we're getting ready to wrap up. But the reason I brought this up is because in dating, it's no different. Okay? If you go on a date, you start off like this. And if, oh, she says something, okay. Or she's not responding to a text. You know? And you start to actually get to that kind of situation. It has nothing to do with red flags. It has everything to do with the effort. That people put forward and on on a personality like yours it's like okay well she's answering one word answers that's one strike you know i mean we, we can call it three strikes or you can just call it the emotional you know kind of okay i'm one down you know okay she's not asking me any questions that's two down okay we've been on a date and she really is not responding to my text okay that's three down you know yep. it takes away from your um, your emotional stability, your emotional happiness, because right. you're putting forth the effort, and all she's doing is taking, you know. And that particular person that's taking, then I try harder, r- r- right? Get her attention. But see, that all that does is tear you down more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking for her to give me some kind of. Say something nice to me. Right. And she's not doing it. So I'm trying harder to get her to say something nice. And I'm trying harder. Now I'm being stupid. And I'm not being me. I'm being somebody that's that's where the needy comes off. Right. And they're like, oh, my God, I can't date that guy. He's needy. No, he's not. You weren't fulfilling his needs. Yes. That's exactly right. Yes. I'll be willing to bet you the, the lady that I dated that it just, you know, 
great woman, just, you know, she communication wasn't there. I'll be one to bet you that's what she's telling all her friends. This guy was needy. Yeah. You know, and that's sad because that's not the way it went. No. Really, I really do. I still like the girl, but, you know, she had a problem with, you know, anyway. No, no, no. But, I mean, you make some valid points, you know. I mean, sometimes it's about timing, okay? And there's nothing you can do about that. I mean, we've, we've, I've had those where you broke up with someone and it just was timing. They weren't ready. You weren't emotional ready. But it still was a great, it was a great fit, except for emotionally you weren't there. One of right. you, both of you, it didn't matter. The point is, you know, everything else could have matched perfectly, you know, physically, mentally, intellectually, you know, there could have been so many great factors. There are times when just emotionally it's, it's, it's the wrong time, you know, at different right. stages in your life or whatever. So don't get me wrong, There's those things do happen. But it, it's very hard these days to Nick's point, because he's been dating more than I have. I've, I get on the Facebook, you know, dating and Bumble and Tinder maybe twice a week now, you know? And I'll swip, I think I, I swipe through like, I'll go through like 50 or 100 profiles in one sitting. And that's it. And then, then I'm done, you know, and I move on. And I, you know, if I don't hear anything from anyone, hey, you know, I got notifications on. So if somebody actually matches, I'm going to know. And, right. you know, in my job, my phone's got to be next to me all the damn time. And I have kids. So, you know what? My phone's next to me all the damn time. Well, that's it right there. That, that would slow me down quite a bit if I had... A, a a kid, a young child is still in the house. Right. That needs care. You know, right. Right. that would slow me down quite a bit. Right. But I don't have that. I mean, my youngest is still living here with me, but he's 20. Right. He's a good ass man. Right. So he he's basically my slave. Go cook me dinner. Go cook. You know. Yeah. They cook a really good dinner tonight too. By the <laughs> well, but I mean, he's got to earn his keep somehow, right? It's <laughs> it's like, boy, I paid the bills. <laughs> You're going to pay it for one way or the other. So, <laughs> But it, it, it just baffles me. I really do. I, I've been thinking for the last couple of days. I think it's time for me to start TikToking again. And my TikToks are going to be very quick and short. Right. Look, if you're on the dating scene and somebody reaches out and you don't think they're attractive or you don't like their profile or whatever, please respond with, thanks for the offer, but I'm seeing – give them closure. That's right. all I want to say. And right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do several TikToks about it. Right. Because – and then I'm going to get into the three-minute ones that piss me the fuck off. I mean <laughs> – <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny because it was – this is a good example of what Nick's talking about. I actually had a lady who actually liked me first. And then like a couple hours later, you know, I was at work, so I, I didn't want to mess with it because if I'm going to swipe and match with you, I'm going to want to send you a message. So I, I will generally wait. And so, you know, got off work. I sent Nick and, and you know, uh, my friends, Elise, you know, a picture and Abigail. I think I copied Abigail too. And I sent him a picture and I was like, what do you think? Oh, she's cute. And she was cute. Right. That's very cute. Right. So I swipe. Right. We matched. I sent her a message and it was personalized. 
because she said she liked to hike. And then, so I asked her the question, you know, because based on where she lived, I said, you know, hey, how's it going? Um, I didn't know there was a lot of hiking trails in, and I gave the town she lived in. You know, that's all I'm doing is sparking a conversation based on her hobby. You know, she could have come back with, oh, there's not a lot of trails here, but I go here, you know? Right. And so I go elsewhere. If she's still uncomfortable, I get there's not a lot of trails here, but I go elsewhere to a place close, you know, some little bit of generic so that, yeah. 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 I mean, you could say I go to the woodlands to to, to hike, you know? The point is, is, okay, there's probably a million places in the woodlands to hike. I don't know, you know? And it's not like, yeah. But the point was, it's I sent her a personalized message, you know, and I think it was thirty minutes later, unmatched. I remember you telling me that, and it's like, oh, okay, could you have not just said uh, after reviewing the profile? I really didn't, you know, there was something I saw I didn't like, whatever, nothing. It's like, you know, this goes back to the first part of this show when you were talking about. You liked me first. What happened? Yeah, see, and that's (laughs) that is so arbitrary to the fact that you didn't really ask her anything. And I'll give you an example. This lady reached out to Jay on a website. I don't know how long ago this was. It's been a long time ago. And she had a lot to do with uh why am I drawing a blank? What is October? What is your favorite thing in oh, the world? Oh, Renfest. Oh, yes. Remember her? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, this, this lady had something to do with being on the... She was a volunteer for the Renfest. She worked for the Renfest. She did all that, and she was telling... On her profile, it says, yeah, we party after everybody leaves and blah, blah. And I don't know. She did say something about she does drink. Well, she, said she, she said she was a casual drink. Yeah. Yeah. And her, and Jay, and, okay. Hold on. Let me finish. They, so, they, okay. okay. I wanted you to tell a story because it's completely opposite. This was very clear. Yeah. You know, I get why she ghosted you, but this other one, I don't get. This is why I'm saying this. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. And I don't think she. So this is a situation where this girl, um, we both matched, started talking. She's a huge Rennie. Okay. A Renfest fan. She goes to Scarborough Fair. She goes to, you know, the fair up in Austin, the uh, Sherwood Forest Fair. So she's huge. And she actually works at Renfest. And her job, which is kind of hilarious, is she gives tours to people at Renfest. So she walks them around. And as she says it, she walks them around, shows them all the shows, and gets them drunk. That's, That's her job. My kind of woman. (laughs) Here we go again. You people are going to see this trend. I'm just saying. Go ahead. Yeah. It's sadly, it's it's true, folks. We've been fighting that a lot. There are a lot of women that like me that really, honestly, should be dating Nick. But it's it's funny. So I asked her, I mean, just plain as day, I'm very straightforward. How much do you drink or do you drink, you know, and, and something like that. And that was it. There was nothing else. You know? No response. Yeah, exactly. There was no response. I mean, I knew what the closure was. She didn't want to answer the question. 
because she drank too much. Yes, because she drank Obviously. too much. Yeah, and I'm a ca- I'm a casual almost to no drinker. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, let's just be honest. It's it's almost. Have you even had a drink these last couple months? Two. Uh, I don't even remember. Yeah, they were at home whenever it was just mental health day. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember them. So yeah, so that one was closure, but this was like, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, this was a respectful kind of thing that you should have got a response from, and it just right, right. And then block, block. I don't, I don't know. I just, <laughs> you know, it's really sad that we need that, or we think we need that in our lives. We need a companion. We need a spouse. We need sex, however you want to, you know, doll it out. I'm going to make a comment to that. Keep that train of thought. Okay. We were designed that way. Okay, good point. I I guess I'm more designed than you (laughs) because you can go a year. I cannot. I know. I'm the sad part, whereas I'll start overlooking red flags just out of whatever. Maybe it's how I was raised. Maybe the trauma bonding that I had as a kid. I didn't have a bad childhood. Right. Right. I mean, I wasn't beaten and all that stuff. You know, I wasn't emotionally tore down or anything like that. I didn't have a father. My mother did it all. Amazing woman. But whatever that is, maybe I have mommy issues. I don't know. Right. Whatever it is, I I get to, and it's subconscious. Right. You know, I'll sit here and go, I love my me time. I love my me. I used to love to go to Bandera for the four or five days by myself. I never talk to anybody, call anybody, do you know, just go up there, I ride my motorcycle, or I just sit up there when I have my shoulder surgery. I just go up there for five days, right. you know, tinker whatever I can one hand, cook on the grill, drink a few beers. If it got chilly that night, you know, start a fire. I love that. But for some reason, it's almost like cocaine or crack or whatever it is, you know, the, yeah. whatever the drug is, it's the most addicting, you know. Right. Meth, meth, okay. you know. It's like that. I don't know why. So are we going to wrap this up? Yes. Okay. I do have something to say before we wrap up, though. Okay, I do as I, well. I'm, I'm, long. I'm going to I'm gonna leave us with a thought, but I'm going to let you say what you say, and then I'm going to leave us with a thought. Thank you, because I want yours to be in. If you're out there and you're listening to this podcast and you are single and you are on a dating site, male or female, and somebody reaches out to you, if you're not attracted to them, you don't like their profile, please respond with, thank you, but I'm not interested. It's such a closure thing to do. You don't even have to use those words, but don't just, don't start texting somebody and then just ghost them because a hotter guy or a hotter girl hit you up. Yeah. That's just chicken shit. Don't do it. Right. Give that person closure so that they can continue to move on. When you got 20 and 30 and 40 and 50 bitter women and everything's going great, so you're like, I'm going to get a chance to get to know this person, and then nothing, that's really frustrating. Yes, it is. Yeah, because the, here's the whole thing. You just, you could have bypassed on one girl because you like this one, and then she just gave you the cold shoulder, and it's like, Really? And the unfortunate thing is I'm out there struggling and trying to hit up five and six and eight and 10 different women and text them all and juggle all that. I don't want to do that. No, no. 
You know, no. I do not want to do that. I, I don't want to date five different women. I just don't want to do that. Right. Right. Okay. So, um, my not my thought for the day, but just my comment for those who listen. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to leave us a review. We'd love to hear some of your thoughts. And of course, any reviews you leave for us on the on the on the sites actually help us grow the show. So, yes. Uh, that that that's my plug. You know, sorry, it's happening, folks. I'm, I'm plugging the show. Yes, thank you. But thought for the day, and I saw this on TikTok too. And it really made me. It was one of those kind of interesting moments. But as we're talking about dating, thought for the day is. Do you focus on the green flags more and ignore the red flags? Or should we focus on the green flags more? And in that way, you know, it will help us maybe find someone better. You know, sort of like with me on my standards, I focus on the things, the green flags, the things that are going to make a girl compatible with me. Instead right. of focusing on the red flags, I focus, you know, and that was an interesting, so that's a thought for, for folks, you know, what do you think you do? Do you focus on the red flags? Do you focus on the green flags? Because I've never heard anyone think of, say it like that. Do we, do we even think about the green flags? We never talk about it. Why not? I think, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I, if I, if a red flag comes up, that's my focal point. Everything else is green until a red flag hits. Okay. Something to so think about, that, though. That's nowadays. That's my folk. Back in the day, I would just shove that red flag aside and focus on the green. Right. Then the red flags come up a year or two later, or they actually become not the person that they were when we met and dated for six, eight, ten months, however long, and then all of a sudden they're true. Colors came out, and they were all red. Well, and so maybe we should talk about the green frags, because we don't seem, you know, we talk about the red flags, but we don't talk about the green flags. Maybe that should be something on a future podcast. Let's do a whole podcast on green flags. There you go. What would be green for me might not necessarily be green for you. Exactly. That is a great idea. Okay, so, you know, a couple of weeks from now, um, you know, of course, folks, just, just to let you know, we're going to be doing this uh, podcast on the book that we're, we're both reading. Um, we're trying to get uh, Dave Briscoe on the show. Uh, we're doing a follow-up to the Mindfulness, the DBT show. So make sure you look out for that episode. And now we got a green flag. So, you know, folks, you got plenty of stuff we've got on the plate. you got plenty of reasons to listen. So um, any last comments? Only one. I love you, brother. Love you, too. And folks, we love you. Keep following. Keep listening.